give me a sound check? Sure. I wrote a song about my garden hose timer. You did what? I wrote a song about my garden hose timer that stopped working a lot of times. Okay. I'd like to sing it for you now. Okay. I would love to hear it. Okay. I don't know where to start. For all the times my smart hose don't know it rains. And all the tickets put in under my name. I think you broke my heart oh, for my garden's sake. You think I'm going to water it on my own? Well, I ain't. And I didn't want to log a ticket Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I can't fix my hose But it's still acting all up And baby I be moving on And I think it could be something With that hose timer Maybe you should know that One hose just ain't working Unlike the other one Baby, what? I know I can't fix it and there's something wrong. And I get so caught up in my lawn trying to see what's going on. But now I know it's time to text and get some hope. So I don't like the way this product works. And maybe I'll have to fix it myself. What on earth? And if you think... That timer <laughs> is holding on to something. I cannot fix it myself. I'm sorry. I feel like we came in in the middle of a story here. Okay. That that whole song, I, sub, I submitted it as a support ticket to Orbit Beehive. <laughs> this is not sponsored. Clearly. <laughs> so I bought these smart hose timers that my hoses hook into and they are like they're all controlled via Wi-Fi app and they water my garden, etc. They water things. And the coolest thing about them is they know when it's going to rain and they'll stop the watering schedule if they know it's going to rain based off the internet. But if they lose connectivity to the internet, you lose all this great functionality and you get worried that your garden's not going to get watered. So, or it's going to get overwatered. So you decided to make an homage to a Justin Bieber song? Well, that's not, it escalated to that point. So I, originally submitted a ticket with the company got tech support on the phone and we fixed it and then the next day it dropped the configuration again so i just texted back the number i was texting with when i got tech support because you can text that stuff now and they wouldn't respond so i just kept sending things and then i got it fired up part of my brain and that song just came out so you rewrote a justin <laughs> bieber song specifically for orbit beehive the Tech support. Tech support. Yeah. What did they say? They didn't respond. <laughs> but you got a new one. I did. Well, they didn't respond to my song, but they responded to when I logged a whole new support ticket and then I told them I couldn't live this way and they needed to replace my beehive. Do you think Orbit Beehive, like in their hallways, are talking about your ticket? I don't know. If they were, wouldn't they respond and be like, this was lovely. Thank you for entertaining us. This made our day. Yeah. Having worked in tech support a time or two myself. <laughs> you you thought it would have, you, you thought it would have been met with aplomb. I thought it would have been met with delight. Can you introduce yourself to anyone? Please, God, let no one new be listening to this <laughs> at this point. 
My name is Emily. I'm a co-host on this podcast. And I'm Travis, Emily's husband. We're we're good friends. Very good friends. Almost married. Completely married. Related, we're some would say. Binary, yes. We are Wait, not related though by blood. No, married mar- we're married. You and I are married. So um Emily has recently this is the Cast and Bless Florida podcast where anything goes. Uh, we typically do talk about conservation, hunting, and fishing, but we're off to a, a rousing start here. So we're we're venturing into agriculture today. Yeah, we well we're pro agriculture. <laughs> obviously, we are. Um, our good buddy Matt Pierce will listen to this, and he'll be he'll obviously provide you some Snapchat feedback on if you. Yeah, let me just it, that song is a is a a riff off of Justin Bieber's "Love Yourself" song. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. It's an amazing song, and I did a great job on it. <laughs> just patting myself on the back. Wow. I wow. like, I, I'm not even sure what to do. I don't even know how to go. So can't, since we're here, let's talk about your garden let's. because there's big news from your, for, because you are now a farmer, right? I, you've, you've officially claimed being a farmer. I am fully a farmer. Um, I have zucchini coming out the wazoo. I call them zucchinis cause they look like, they babe, look, they look no, like. babe, <laughs> you can't do that. Zucchinis. Um, <laughs> And I also have little tiny cherry tomatoes coming and I'm so excited about that because that's my favorite food. And just today, we're recording this on a Tuesday. I, I went out and started inspecting my watermelon vines and there are little, I kid you not, watermelons growing off of those vines and I did not think that was gonna work. Inspecting her watermelon vines is a thing, it's an activity that Emily conducts nine times a day probably i like i go out to my garden a lot also since i planted it those are the original things i planted zucchini tomatoes watermelon but i've also added um, a sweet potato and two blackberry bushes as well and pineapples oh yeah i forgot unfortunately i didn't want to say anything about the pineapples because i'm not sure they're going to make it thank god they might they're not be... going to make it when i mow over them you will absolutely not do that i won't do that because I, I like pineapple i know I know. A lot of people do. I know. It makes me so mad. Well, you'll learn to live with it, I guess. I will. I will. But that's my that's my garden update. I had some zucchini for lunch today and it was amazing. Was it? Was it the first thing you've ever eaten that you home grew yourself? Yep, it was. So I made some zoodles out of it. Are you ready to, like when Matt listens to this, are you ready to foray into ranching, do you think? Like, are you ready for a cow? Absolutely not. I am not ready for animals. No, okay. I'm really into like the gardening side of it though. So I really, I want to do like a bunch of citrus trees in the backyard and expand the garden. That's really fun for me. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Before we go too much further, I feel like we should do an ad for our good friend Fletcher Hallett. Hallett Insurance, 904-315-5812. Did you know the number? I did. Because you've heard me say it so many times. Probably a thousand times at this point. Um, Fletcher Hallett, Hallett Insurance. You can reach out to him for your business, for your boat, for your life insurance, through, for whatever kind of insurance you need. Fletcher is your guy. Hallett Insurance is your place. If you don't like Fletcher, you can talk to Caroline. Like you can just go right past him. Is that his mom? Yeah, but you can just go right around him. You don't have to talk to Fletcher. Go to the top. We had somebody do that recently. Do you think Fletcher's mom likes everyone? Yeah, absolutely. She okay. does. Absolutely. She does. So, um, I, I got to catch up with Fletcher cause I know he was at the St. John's water management district meeting this year where they were talking about the 10 year plan. I've been talking to him about insurance for alligator hunts and a whole bunch of other stuff that we're working on. So as always, 904-315-5812, you can call text or send an email F Hallett at Hallett Emily, how would they know how to spell Hallett? Double the L's and double the T's Hallett for all your insurance needs. 
Yeah. You did your own, yeah? Yeah. We went we went to a comedy show. We sure did. And we left the house. Can we rant about this for just a second? Can I rant about this for just a second? I I think you will no matter what I say. We went to see Nate Bargatze mm-hmm. with Nate's little sister, Emily. So normally, normally. Did you call her Emily? Her name's Kaylee. Sorry. Wow. Yikes. Wow. So <laughs> normally, we have a third co-host, Nate. But Nate is out for, I think, six more weeks, five more weeks, something like that. He's mm-hmm. taking a class on the night we record. You learning how to be a parent? No, he's not learning how to Financial be Financial literacy? He's taking a class for work, like a certification oh, class okay. for IT stuff. So Nate is out. So we were supposed to have roving co-hosts, but I've kind of dropped the ball a little bit on that because I haven't been able to get everybody lined up. Although, although I talked to Christina and Mariah today. <gasps> oh, when's that happening? I don't know yet, but when they get on, it's going to be must, must see TV because they're like God spilled two people. Yep. Like in the best possible way. And I sometimes have been described as though God spilled a person. Yep. In the best possible way. And so I feel like you could jump on that with us and just, you would be like a traffic cop at, at an intersection with no lights. <laughs> I'll be dead. Yeah. You'll splatter me is what you're that's saying. What I, that's what I feel like would happen there. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm looking immensely forward to that. If you're not familiar with Mariah and Christina, they, they host the behind fishing lines podcast um, where they have two, two series. One is interviews, which are delightful and, and really good. The other is idle zone, which it helps to know them which I do. Um, I, I enjoy both of those. They're really a fun listen. So if you get bored with us, you can go listen to them. Um, man, crazy. Where was I? Go? Oh, Nate Bargatze. So we go to see. You're ranting about something, but you got lost on no, your way. I'm, I'm about to validate my entire existence because we walked <laughs> out. We walked out of this. Okay. If you don't know who Nate Bargatze is, he is on Netflix. Like he's. The Tennessee Kid is the name of his special. Okay. On yeah. Netflix. Yep. It's really funny. And he's clean. He's a clean comedian. He doesn't curse. Yeah. He, he's like a dad. He's like 40. What do you say? He's 43 years old? Yep. Okay. Yep. Nate Bargatze, when we walked out of there, what did you say? I said, Nate Bargatze is Travis Thompson. That's and not, Yeah. What? Well, you did say that because he's a train wreck of a person. But what did you say? Did you ask if he listened to our podcast? I did because so many of his bits were absolutely the same bits that we have talked about. Ripped us off. Um, eagles specifically. He ranted about bald eagles. And if one's on your property, you're not allowed to do anything on your property. And I don't want to say he said they were overrated, but I think between the lines, he, he, I inferred that he was over, that they were overrated. Nice. Did I get it right? You did. I always reverse we implied had to have, and inferred. We had a lesson on implied and inferred this week. So anyway, I feel like this guy's walking around making a hundred grand a night or something, telling funny jokes off our back. So Nate Bargassi, if you're listening to this, jerk. <laughs> we'd like for you to come on the show with us. That's what we'd He's like. He's got his own podcast called Nate Land. He should have us on his show is what he should do. Um, Other things that came up. So I guess my, like I am also like, carbon copy of couples right so nate is travis and i am nate's wife nate bergazzi's wife he brought up her being on facebook marketplace and like things just showing up at the house and how she has to handle everything at home like she's the husband of the house because he's traveling a lot and he's not wired to do certain things so like yeah it was extremely relatable way over the top relatable and hilarious highly recommend we do have I highly recommend him too. We do have a new review, which is a correction of an old review because Emily went after fire guy. What is it? Fire guy 43 fire guy. One zero one three. 
Yeah, he you, updated. He updated. I love when people do that because you went after him so hard. What we're talking about here is Apple podcast reviews. If you've never left us one, please go do that because it helps somehow people find that. We, none of us understand why, but they tell you when you go to podcasting class to make sure people leave reviews. So please leave a review and Emily will read them on the air and she's rarely nice about them ever. <laughs> I hate typos. So let's hear it. Go after Fire Guy. What is it? One zero four three. One zero one three. See, and this is the other problem. We don't know who this is. No, never met him. So you're gonna attack this guy, and maybe it's like, here's, hang on, let him stand up for himself. Okay. This is entitled. Thank you. Still five stars, even after I attacked him. So, what do you want from me? I'm bringing the people in. He says, yes, I was using voice to text. LOL. And the topic of this podcast was very much appreciated. Due to as a active hunter and fisherman of Polk County, this is the second one I have heard of as well. <laughs> Thank you and have a blessed day. Can't wait and week and can't wait till the next episode. Thank you, Fire Guy. You're not going to pick on him? I I did. It was in my tone. Okay. <laughs> like in the way you read it. But I like that he came back. So Fire Guy, if you're not a part of our Facebook group, Cast and Blast Florida, the group on Facebook, please come join that's where all the fun happens. We can interact. You can reveal your identity and we can pick on you there. In real life. In IRL. Today, the first, the, I think only the second or third person ever got kicked out of the group today. Really? I missed the drama. I did too. I have not. Been Who kicked him out? Stacy. Nice. Stacy took care of business. I love that woman. I do too. She's a rock star. Um, politics. Mm. It was politics. The guy kept taking it to politics and it's just like, that's not the place. Go nope. talk about that. Some You got your own Facebook page. You could talk about it there. So politics pertaining to conservation will allow like this bill, that bill, whatever, but politics in general, no thanks. No thanks. As Tatum would say, <laughs> um, I do have some updates on some cool things that I need to tell you guys about last week. I went to, let's see. Oh, we went to a Delta meeting. You got to go to a Delta. I did. I went meeting. to a Delta waterfill meeting in Tampa. It was At, fun. Like five minutes before we walked out the door, Emily's like, I think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And then. 30 minutes after we got there, you were like, what time are we, what time are we done? <laughs> that is not true. I had a great time until like 1030. And then I was like, bro, I have to work in the morning. Babe, we were home at 1030. No, there's no way. Yeah. I literally, I turned into a pumpkin at midnight and you had to shove me in the truck and take me home as a pumpkin. Nope. We left there at nine. Yeah. Hearsay. Emily has. Hearsay. Emily. If you're watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, that's funny to you. Hearsay. I'm not watching that. I don't even know who that is. I know who Johnny Depp is because of the, because of the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. Um, so we went to a Delta waterfowl kickoff meeting. So keep an eye on that out for that. We're going to be sharing, I think August. Oh, please let me get this date, right? August 26th Hang on. is the date of, let me check with the producers. You check it with Stacy. Wait up, March. I'm checking with the producers. Hang on. Um, August 26th is going to be the central Florida yep. Delta waterfowl banquet. And it's going to be held in my hometown of winter Haven, Florida. Yep. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. So um, I, we've talked about Delta ad nauseum. We love Delta Waterfowl. They are a fantastic organization. We're so happy to have them on the ground in Florida. And we're already seeing a bunch of our listeners around the state pop up and start chapters for Delta as well. So really happy about that. Um, and then I went to the Aquatic Plant Management TAG meeting, Technical technical Assistance, Assistance Group, mm -hmm. I think is what it stands for. Um, and we did a two-day meeting this 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 go round did will just fall can we tell what just happened are you okay so will formerly <laughs> our son will formerly of the two minute will if you listen since the original days he was on here he had a little segment and he, he had a squeaky voice he's not that anymore he's, no, he's a giant man and he bought a 
what Oculus. Is it? uh, it's a virtual reality. The Facebook virtual reality headset thing. He earned the money himself and bought it himself. Yes. So kudos to him. Well done, young Will. But it just literally came in before we started recording. And he said, if you hear a loud noise, call so, an ambulance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he just walked it to the wall. Yeah. We just we just had our first injury from, <laughs> from the hockey. I mean, this is like, I, my kid is a pod person now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're 15 minutes into it. Anyways. Uh, the tag meeting. So I go to the technical advisory group and we are, we have it in Okeechobee and it was really cool. It's the first one we've done kind of as a field trip. So we went out onto Lake Okeechobee and we looked at um, places where, so, so we've had Mike Elfenbein on the show before and we've talked about the aquaculture project where they're doing mechanical harvesting. I'm going to describe this really quickly. They're doing mechanical harvesting. They're dumping the mechanical harvested stuff the, the hyacinth into a giant food processor garbage disposal for lack of a better term. It's, it's like the size of a semi trailer. Okay. And when they dump it into that, they dump it in on a big conveyor belt and it dumps it in at the top. And when they dump it into that, it's got like a press in there and everything and it slurries it up. And then they have pumps every mile and a half. And those pumps pump that slurry onto Brad Ferris's farm mm-hmm. where it's hooked to a tractor and someone's driving the tractor the entire time the pumps are running and spreading that nutrient rich yeah. material out on the, the farm. That we can't call it a fertilizer. It's freaking awesome. It's a really brilliant idea. Um, it's really exciting to see that Mike has worked so hard. The guys from aquaculture and Nick Sabo and, and Mike Graves and all these guys have worked so hard to kind of pull all this together. And um, it's got some really cool applications. Like they have a Roomba type deal attached to it uh-huh. that hangs off the side of the barge and hangs just above the surface. You see, so you set it to whatever the surface of the, the bottom is. Okay. The surface of the bottom. So it's not digging. It's just like barely above it uh-huh. and it vacuums. Oh my god! And pumps it into that trailer. Yep. Slurries it, pumps it. How is it powered? Gas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is, I mean, this is all, I don't, it's fairly new. Yeah. Like, like I think the idea has been around, but, but building this thing out, like this is like the first they'll, like, it, they'll iterate and get it better. I'm sure. Yeah, but and, but I well, just that's where I was going. It's like, these guys went to like machine shops and built giant metal pieces to make this thing, do what they wanted it to do. And like, they didn't know if they were going to have the money. There was problems with the bid. Yeah. Not through aquaculture, but through other, other organizations and stuff like kind of held up the bid. Like it, it just, there was a lot of drama around this and, and they had to pull it off. I don't want to say with a shoestring budget, but they had to really like make it work and they've done a really good job of making it work, but they cart gas out there every day. Wow. So, um, but it was really cool. It was, it was really gracious of them to let us come take a tour of it. So we, we had, you know, everyone from around the state that's on the tag that attended, um, which by the way, how crappy if you like certain people, I get it. You got to miss, you, you have surgery, you, someone's sick, whatever you got a previous engagement, you can't make it. But show up to the meetings that you're asked to be a part of like, like make it a priority. Like this is the world we live in, put it on your calendar and show up. But, um, we spent the whole day out there looking at that. So it's got a lot of applications. Everyone believes it's got a lot of applications for getting nutrients out of the Lake Okeechobee system. We also went and looked at, um, a Island an in, in Lake Island where they had taken muck off the bottom of Okeechobee. This was back in 2007 or so. Mm-hmm. 
and basically built an island out there. And then they planted native trees and vegetation on it. And so they created habitat for wildlife cool. out in the lake. Um, and I had heard about that before, but I never really kind of thought about it or paid close attention to it. This is the first time I've been on it. And when we got there to that island, there were like four trillion turtle eggs from the raccoons, like raiding turtle nests. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really cool. You could tell that wildlife uses that island. Right. Uh, she said there are recordings of skunks out there, like they had spotted skunks out there. Um, they had spotted skunks. I don't know if they were they spotted. They saw spotted skunks That's or they saw saying. skunks? They saw skunks. I okay. didn't ask what kind they were. There's two types. <laughs> They're striped and they're spotted. Um but it's just fascinating to see like all the creativity. We went to an area that has been sprayed that was just gorgeous marsh, mm-hmm. like just absolutely what you want a marsh to look like. Uh, eelgrass coming in, you had dollarweed, you had you had hydrilla, like it just well, it was it was pretty. Like it made me want to be duck hunting, even though it's the wrong time of year. Yeah, it's not time for that. Billion snail kites. I saw some blue winged teal still out there. I saw some model ducks still out there. A bunch of coots, a bunch of cor- uh, cormorants and gallinules, and anyway. Was cool to be a part of that, take that whole tour. And then the next day, you know, that night, Matt Pierce allowed any of us that wanted to to come to his ranch. Matt is just the best, right? He is. If you want to build a team, you, you need guys like Matt around you to help you build the team because, like, anything you got, he'll let you use or be a part of it or show up or whatever. So um, we got a bunch of folks there uh, from various various parts of the state and agencies and everything else, and we were able to just hang out and talk and visit. And it's just good to get to know the people you're working with. And then the next day we went and we were in a, we were in a meeting room all day. And so we really dug into the nitty gritty on how many herbicides we're putting out there, how, how many gallons we're putting out there, what we're using them on, how little we use, how much we use, the the differences between a lake like a Okeechobee, which has very little hydrilla on it, and a lake like Apopka, which is slap loaded with hydrilla. And anyway, it was really fun to kind of wrestle with that. I was really proud of the group. I thought, I thought those that showed up, you know, did a fantastic job of tackling some tough subjects and some stuff we really disagreed on, but we disagreed well. And I think that is, I think some of that friction is where you are able to move forward. Yep. So um, I was excited about all that stuff. And then this coming week, I will be Monday at the Lakeland city commission meeting. Yay. Lakeland city commission meeting. And um, talking about restricted hunting areas and what's going on there. I have no update for you on that. Um, I, other than what I talked about last week, the express, is there, is, is it expressly called out that you can duck hunt on Lake Parker? Um, but one of the things I'm going to extend kind of as an olive branch at that meeting is the idea of, are any of the homeowners interested in meeting with the duck hunters? Because I don't think anyone's really teed that up. Mm-hmm. And I've mentioned that I've mentioned that to a reporter before, but, um, I haven't seen any movement on that. So we're going to tee that up at the commission meeting, see if we can put some pressure back there. Not not to put pressure back, but see if we can create a better conversation than going through sound bites in five-minute intervals at commission meetings. You know, I remember one of the commissioners saying that we have to be good neighbors, like the first time this came in front of them publicly. And um, I think that meeting with the homeowners is a really good step being a good neighbor. Mm-hmm. And if only one side of the parties is willing to do that, then that should be considered by yeah. the commission. I agree. I, I also think the commission is just going to have their hands tied on what they can do here. I think it's going to end up in FWC's hands. And I'll frankly say this as a fan of FWC, I can't get calls back on this topic from anyone at FWC. <laughs> like it's just, it's kind of silly to me that the leadership at that agency can't pick up the phone and call back a stakeholder. And I won't name names here, but like I, I, my frustration level with them is pretty high 
on this particular topic. Like they could have engaged a trillion times better than they have. Well, they're engaging the people they want to engage with. Yeah, they've engaged legislators. They've engaged like they're they're clearly working around stakeholders for a stakeholder driven agency, which is BS. So um, we'll see. They are welcome to listen to this and hear it. I doubt that they will. The the divisions (laughs) that matter in this, I doubt that they will. I don't know that they can figure out how to find a podcast. But um, commission meeting, the FWC commission meeting takes place next Tuesday and Wednesday in um, Gainesville. So I'll be up there for that. I may throw together a little get together on Tuesday night, see if anybody wants to meet up and and grab dinner or something because I'll be in the Gainesville area. Um, Lots of stuff on the agenda for that. They're going to talk about volunteer hours, which is something we're super passionate about. We volunteer a bunch every year uh, between banding ducks or participating in groups or whatever we have to do. Um, They're going to talk about the youth conservation network. They're going to talk about the redfish regulations. They're going to propose those, which interesting change there. It's going to shut down red fishing in the Indian river. It's going to close it there and it's going to change the limit in the big Bend area to two redfish from one. I don't think anyone's going to support that. Any of the public comments is going to support that. I'm, I'm kind of okay with leaving it at one for ease of ease of management and for we're rolling out a new management system. Let's leave it at one and start there and then see where it goes. So um, that's pretty much it. Those are pretty much the big agenda items on the, on the FWC commission meeting. Um, I'm sure there'll be a few others that kind of come up between now and then as I study. Oh, there's one that's going to matter. This group alligator changes. They're changing the alligator hunting hours to 24. You can hunt 24 hours a day versus today. I think you got to be off the water between 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Maybe hmm, Sounds, cool. something like that. So um, anyway, FWC commission meetings next week. I think that is pretty much everything I had on my. Oh, if you've joined all Florida, bear with me. If you if you've joined at a rate where you get a hat, which is I think most all of the membership levels get a hat. We don't have the hats in yet, so we're waiting on those. Um, we do have some shirts here, but um, just bear with me. If you're waiting on that, bear with me. We You should be getting responses for like from our system, like an email from our system thanking you for joining and letting you know that we'll be mailing your stuff when the stuff comes in, um, but we don't have the hats yet. But getting a lot of members signing up, so thank you guys so much for doing that. It means the world to us to, to have your support and know that you trust us to advocate for conservation for you in Florida. And we're going to keep doing a good job for that. And we'll, we'll again, be talking more about that in coming weeks as we get the podcast straightened out for all Florida and the network kind of worked out and everything else. Do you have anything, anything else that you want to talk about? I don't think so, Tim. We're going to do a Springs run soon. Okay. It's going to be fun with Look at Your River. Um, I got to get a new thing for the griddle. I got to get a new a spring attachment for the side of the griddle so we can cook hamburgers yep. and bacon and hot dogs. And, and what's the most important thing you cook at the Springs? Cinnamon buns. Babe. What are they called? Oh my God. Honey buns. It's honey like buns. I don't even know who you are honey anymore. Buns. Honey buns. Sorry. Um, I think that's, I think that's everything I got. I think that's everything you've got. You've covered yourself with a mask while you're talking on the radio. Because you're wearing Nobody a hoodie. Nobody would have known that if you didn't open your mouth because you, they can't see me. You're wearing a hoodie to talk on the radio. Uh, I think that's all. Do you want to put a bow on this? Stay woke. <laughs> so enthusiastic. <laughs>